The past isn't fixed if it isn't dead. How are we supposed to preserve it? If it lives, lives on in our memories, as we're always saying, then it can spoil. Right after Abel died, every memory of him was so fresh that it seemed part of an ongoing story, like the smell of somebody's cigarette smoke or perfume lingering in an empty room. I kept expecting to hear his voice. Whenever the phone rang, my heart would race as if it might be him. But within a few days, these kinds of feelings were already fading, and then the older memories started to arrive. You hear about a flood, mine washed up at odd moments and in pieces, like debris from a plane crash. I'd be brushing my teeth and see his hands on the piano keys 20 years ago, his boy's hands with their blunt fingers and chipped nails. And for a moment, I'd know, as purely as such a thing can be known, what his mother had meant when she'd phoned and said, he's gone. By Christmas, everything I thought about him seemed, in hindsight, to be a warning. I remembered how he had found desolate landscapes inviting and how reluctant he'd always been to defend himself. His soft voice, his sympathies, his damaged friends, his bursts of extravagant generosity all struck me as proof of his self-destructiveness. He'd had a death wish. Maybe he'd had it from birth. Perversely, it was why he could be so optimistic. And then came months of memories connected to nothing and telling me nothing. And in this ambiguous atmosphere, I stopped thinking of him as doomed. The memories themselves were generally pleasant. For at least a week, I kept reliving the time he removed a splinter from my foot using surgical tweezers. Strangely, during this same week, a black Labrador retriever was accompanying me around town, appearing out of nowhere and trotting alongside me to the subway or the grocery store. As with the splinter memory, I had a sense of information being conveyed, but through a medium too opaque to be grasped. Now, three years since he died, I've gone over my memories so many times I hardly trust them. I can't imagine that every retrieval doesn't make for an infinitesimal alteration, an effect similar to photocopying the copy, and then photocopying the copy of the copy, and so on. Either that, or all the handling turns to stone what were only questionable impressions to begin with, just one person's version of events. I hear myself talking about Abel, or about my mother, and I can't believe how confident I sound. I think, is that what really happened? I'm sure that my mother, at least, would say I'd got it all wrong. Abel might think I'd got it all wrong, too, except he wouldn't care. Looking back over his life never came easily to him, and for the sake of avoiding that ordeal, but also because, ultimately, he attached himself to nothing. He'd surrender to anyone's memories of him. Even mine, these pawed-over resurrections. Even though he knew I loved him too desperately ever to be a reliable witness.